Hey there, folks. This is The Guru here. You are about to listen to a behind-the-scenes podcast, or in-the-field podcast, if you will. We hope you enjoy these podcasts, and if you don't mind, if you love what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this. We just want to say thank you for the support, and welcome to Elk Season. Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience, presented by Onyx. No, good. I have a heavy dinner tonight, heavy lunch tomorrow, and then a heavy dinner the next day. I mean, I'll keep rationing too, and that way. Yeah, same like, here. I've got, <clears throat> I've got this dinner, another dinner, breakfast scramble, two full day bags plus a little extra. I mean, I could scratch out three days for sure. I've I've managed to like for sure have a like a f- almost well, pretty much a full on like fourth or another day bag, which I didn't have when Zach was leaving. Oh, gotcha. I've just like rationed down to that. Uh huh. And what the couple bars or whatever yeah I got an extra ramen now I'll be able to get it do you guys like the sounds of Wesley eating (laughs) I'm a hungry boy Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Born and Raised Audio Experience, live from the mountain. Uh, wh- what was today? Today was awesome. Uh, most, like, starting fact was that it didn't rain, so that made it really awesome. Yeah. Weather was good. Woke up, Wes heard a bull bugling, and then took us a while. Kind of worked around whole hillside that we expected to find some elk and ow dang I was going to say you're boiling that steam <laughs> <laughs> and Zach just burn his hand yep. <laughs> so so uh well yeah so we took a little break and then we dropped an elevation and that's kind of been the key you know it seems like we've been finding elk a, a little bit lower than our last location yeah and I think it's you know, the blowdown mm-hmm. vegetation, the terrain, like, like these like micro features in the terrain. Mm-hmm. You know, like these micro benches. They don't necessarily show up tremendously on the on Onyx, but they, yeah, they're there, and those elk are bedding in it. It's tough to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing that none of us has taken it. I mean. Heavy, hard, hard fall. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, taking some tumbles, no doubt. Well, yeah. Wes did the rescue of all rescues today because I'm pretty sure his nose almost, he was like a, a plane doing the touch and go. Like his nose just about touched the ground. No knee, came up, turns around, knee didn't touch. <laughs> <It doesn't count. laughs> he didn't even plant a hand. It was like, 
you like swan dive, but then like had some yoga move out Man, of it. I am athletic like a gazelle, and I have the coordination <laughs> of a giraffe. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and I, I Zach, took one. Zach took one. Mm-hmm. Pretty Rudolph good one. Took a. That to, to a be fair, to be fair, that was like pretty much sabotage, like tank trap. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was like a. It wasn't like oh, I tripped over a stick. You right. stepped in this like hole that wasn't seen. Yeah, there was a little <laughs> bit of a creek that went under this log, and when I stepped over the log, my foot went straight down into the water, like just like a marshy type feel to it, and I just straight up, I kept the bow up, but I fell on my right hand fell down in my face Mm-mm. and then I just took it right in the face my face hit right into the sticks of the next tree that I fell into but yeah I mean it's all part of the game nobody got hurt too bad so it's all good yeah Ted what was your take on the day well it was it was a scream fest I'd say <laughs> it was a lot of bugling yeah. and I can't wait till we um, actually get, I know, into, a get, get into a scream fest <laughs> <laughs> seemed like one yeah um, yeah it was it, the day went by real fast, I'd say. Yeah. And it was, but it was really fun, really close a couple times. Interesting thing is, like, we didn't cover a ton of ground today. No. No, no we ended up, like, what, 400 yards from where we camped? 500 last. yards from where we were last night? Yeah. I think, I think one of the things that, you know, has kind of been coming in, is uh, really making sense on this trip is, like, a couple hundred feet in elevation especially in this dense cover with a little bit of wind can really make all the difference and like you know you can be off just a hair and like this morning we took off and we were probably at about a well we were working about a 10,200 elevation yeah across the face there and we went that whole way and we were just never quite in the fresh sign it was like never quite there and And we we were wondering why right there was none yeah yeah because on the way up this 2-10-2, we were seeing sign. Right, through that. Through that. 98-10. Yep. So then on the way, we, we kind of aired out because we got the rain last night. We aired it out, took a little break, ate lunch, got all fired back up. And we went, went down in elevation, and pretty quickly we were on one. And we had a really good encounter with the bull. And that was the one that I thought for sure we had because we got him located, we moved in on him, and we moved again, and we moved again. We were in a perfect spot. He bugled close, was raking. He was just out of sight. And then the wind, it was pretty, the wind was up today. Just mm-hmm. to paint a little the bit high, of the picture. Higher winds, yeah. The wind was up and, you know, just in this terrain, it can just switch just enough to, I mean, I, that's, he definitely didn't see either, either Ted or I or you guys back there calling. No. Definitely didn't see us. It was just a funky, funky wind day. And he kind of trotted off. And I think, I mean, that if he was raking and then turned to trot, mm-hmm. yeah. he did a roundup bugle to his cows. That's yeah. that last bugle that we heard. And yep. then he just pushed them out of that, out of that basin. Something that really stuck out to me today was like, it reminded me a lot of turkey hunting was, um, seems like during the middle of the day when you're turkey hunting if you work back through where they're roosted at or something a lot of times they'll be somewhere around there and like 
when we found that elevation line, it's like everything's just like right through this one through that band. Band and there's like the dead bulls up there. Mm-hmm. Like everything's just right through this mm-hmm. whatever. It, interesting. Whatever. Yeah, you brought that up. The first thing this morning, yesterday when we climbed up here, when I crested over the top, I was like, man, I smell something dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, we all know, did. Yeah, I was like yeah. having that what is that? The wind was kind of crossy, cross going back and forth. And this morning we had a constant wind right in our face. And it was like, that is rotten. And uh, sad deal. We walked up and there's a dead five point bowl that's been there for, I don't know. It's tough to say with like decomposition with the way the weather's been, but I would say in the last, I mean, during season. Yeah. Um, and it looked to us like there was a perfect broadhead mark, right? behind the shoulder right behind the shoulder 10 um, ring so yeah, yeah sad yeah. deal you know it's yeah. like i i feel for the if, if a guy shot that bull like man it sucks uh hate seeing that animal go to waste i was like there for a second kind of just moment of silence like halfway tears like man <laughs> sting life like is gone for nothing and <laughs> uh yeah, it's sad. I, I, and I think the biggest thing, a lot of people don't realize like how much respect or how much love we have for the animals that we're hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, just like, well, not, I'm, I'm surely if somebody like lost, shot that thing and lost it, like they're just, they're like feeling rough right, right now, you know, yeah. so it's like, you know, you think about that aspect of it too, and it, we don't really know what happened. It's hard to say exactly what happened, but... You know, it sure looked like, sure looked like it had been shot and just lost. But you know, it's yeah, just was not a great, not a, and it wasn't an uplifting start to the day no. by any means. Yeah. But no, I, it, I mean, <clears throat> I feel bad for the elk, and I feel bad for the dude or mm-hmm. woman, because um, like first thing I think of when I find out is okay, what can I salvage out of this? And there's no, it's not meat, you know what I mean? So then I think, okay, well, is it, is it frowned upon or not frowned upon to just chop the head off in that situation and take it out? Because I would almost say that it's disrespectful to leave it up here (coughs) in some ways. Yeah, it's going to go back into the earth, this, that, and the other. But to me, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts? I don't know. I sometimes, sometimes. Both ways. Yeah, we're definitely getting deep here. Like sometimes I feel like it's just like leave it where it is, you know, like just leave it the way it was. And I mean, yeah, just, yeah, I I have have the moment for it and just kind of leave it be. Yeah. And the thing about it, take its course. Maybe that guy's back up here next year and he's going to, spend mm-hmm. some time and that could be that closure connection to mm-hmm. it um so yeah yeah i didn't i'd say it's just a i'd say probably there's a lot of different opinions on it but it was i don't know i think if i had to say like what doing what we did just you know yeah i mean i wasn't about there. to say that i was going to chop the head off no, because no, I know that not. thing stinks to high hell but i gagged and just <laughs> Yes, <laughs> pretty much puked in my mouth and swallowed it back down. It was, pr- it was, yeah. But 
I think m moving forward, one of the interesting things that, like, about this morning, and, and we've kind of touched on, but you know, we moved, we moved through, and that that upper stuff, that ten two ish, that's really open, and there's like a lot more live trees, and the, and the vegetation on the ground is just way more open. Then as soon as you start to hit like a creek, you know, it thickens up, maybe a few more blowdowns. But then what really you start to see that change is when you, like at least in this location, you're almost like in. getting off on that, like there's that transition of like the steep, steep face from the upper part of the mountain. Yeah. Um, and then you're down on the actual flat. And when you hit that, then it, like it really... I could see where like most people would avoid it, but the fact that we're going right through the middle of it, I think is putting us right in the game and it sucks. Like it's hard walking. And, it's like, terrible you, walking. Yeah. You can yeah. fall on your face and cut your nose up like I did, but it's just like, that is where they are and that is where they want to be. It's like, as soon as we hit that, it's just like there's, there's droppings. You can smell the elk. There's fresh tracks. There's trails going every <coughs> direction. And then, and then, uh, Every time we've hit that stuff where it's like really, really good, a lot of blowdown, every time we've hit an elk. I mean, we've hit one as in struck one. <clears throat> Is that what you guys yeah. say? <laughs> you guys say strike no, one? No, got them going. Yeah. Got them bugling. Yeah. Got, bugling. got one going. Got one going. Struck yeah, sound, <laughs> sounded off. <laughs> sounded off, yeah. You know, I, I think the coolest thing is like we made the adjustment. Like, mm -hmm. okay, we realized this, we made the shift. Now we can kind of like really focus our efforts going forward. Like, okay, here's here's the zone, and that I would say that differs than uh, most trips that I've made. It seems like they've been all like more honestly like been all over. They've been in the bottoms, they've been on the tops, they've been yeah. in the middle of the mountain. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just like pressure or weather. I think that you know we've had pretty consistently warm, sunny days leading up to the last two days. So like they've been living in that thicker, cooler, mm -hmm. cooler temp stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about hitting those deadfalls. Like, you hit the deadfalls, and then you hit. There's still the big live trees in it, and that's when it's like really good. It feels like there's yep. still big live trees, and there's downed, a lot of downed big trees too. But that's when it's like it's dark in there. It's like, well, real look thick. Looking on Onyx, you can literally like, on the satellite side of it. You can look and it's just like dark, shaded, shaded, mm -hmm. dark, dark. That's been the concentration. If there's a little bench or any little topography in there is where those elk are hanging out. Yeah. Yep. Any predictions on how many bugles we hear tonight? Tonight? tonight. Bugles so. or bulls? No, just bugles. Mm. Six. Seven. I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay low with like two or three you know i was thinking the same it's like <clears throat> we're in a decent spot to hear but we're also in a bad spot to hear because mm -hmm. we're like kind of falls off both sides here. yeah but i think we're gonna get a fired up bull Tonight. i think he's gonna bugle like four times and there's gonna be a distant two we got yeah. the moon's half moon it's clear i would imagine that they will be pretty decently active tonight I imagine they're fired up They've been stoved up for the last two nights, if you and think about it. it's colder tonight, too. Yeah. Like, this is the I, coldest night it's been. One other thing that I think is interesting that maybe we haven't painted a great picture as far as podcasts. I know we've been talking about it a lot, a lot amongst ourselves and in the videos, but, you know, it's been raining the last two nights. It starts raining, like, right at prime time, so we haven't got to hunt the prime time. 
and it seems like when that weather it, it it's not changing the overall temperature dramatically but it's just changing the feel of the woods like yep it's wet it's a little bit damp it's a little chilly down the bottoms you know even tonight like has a little bit different of a crispness to it i think it just kind of set things uh, you know <clears throat> i'm not saying that like it it's spurred the rut but it makes them feel it i think a little bit you know it gets them going a little bit and i would say we saw some results of that today just because we had more action because the other thing then that happened later this afternoon we in that bull bust winded us we just moved really not even that far like within within like five six hundred yards yeah within 30 minutes easy of us like taking our break after we bumped that bowl mm-hmm. we were on another one yeah and then it was a that was a whole nother whole nother encounter almost had a shot was at full draw at a bowl that was probably 40 to 35 yards and just couldn't quite didn't quite pull it off but you know we're getting we're getting better and more encounters we're getting more bulls bugling and that's encouraging for the next few days because it's like man to, to me to me it's like it might just be starting to like really crank Great. yeah you know? so just for you guys listening this is the 7th of september here in colorado huh. so just to kind of <clears throat> i mean this is the first week first full week of season and um what was your favorite part of the night? I, I think to, to quote uh, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> so that second bull was at 35 or whatever, you know, he's like about to step into a lane and he just kind of hung up and was looking. We're not sure. He saw something and he, he turned and, and worked off and so I let down or whatever. And it's like, yeah, dang, you know, it turned, turned to Ted. He's just like, there's a few, there's a few words that we'll, we'll leave out of it, but he goes, Dang it! That was a nice one too. <laughs> was like super fired up. It was just so funny. It was so fun. It's just fun, you know. It's just, you know, we all feel that like that frustration, but that, you know, we were just talking about, you know, in general. It's just like there's that frustration, but it just gives us that drive to like, hey, we're doing it again tomorrow, it's right? Like, and and here and we are, just waiting, waiting for tomorrow to keep going after them. We we've talked about this in videos in years past. This is literally something that anyone with some drive and desire, some physical ability, can go purchase a tag at a local sporting goods store. Literally, just walk yeah, right in and you, buy it. It's hunter, it, yeah, a hunter it's so education easy. card, hunter safety card. Come to Colorado, and you can go hunting in a lot of places with mm-hmm. a lot of crazy wild terrain. A lot of I don't know. It's it's one adventure that I mean I would suggest anyone that's like thinks that they might want to go do it and and probably your perspective is like i think the funnest part like hearing you say is like i was born for this is like this Mm -hmm. is literally what you know backpacking carrying camp on your back hunting is like yeah i feel like i've it's always been i've backpacked i've canoed and back you know stayed in the boundary water stuff like that but it's like to actually morph those two things that I like into hunting is like, man, this is literally what I've always dreamed of. And I think, you know, we, we talked about it some on the last podcast, but it's like just having, having the confidence and just like being with buddies that, and and to give you that, like 
I don't know. It, it is a bit of a sense of comfort, I think, if you're with some buddies. And For sure. You guys just go out and, like, <clears throat> you know, it may not be, like, always the most comfortable thing, but just remembering that you get to wake up and go hunting again tomorrow, and you're right here. There's no hiking it. Like, we literally wake up, we pack our stuff up, we kind of drink some coffee, kind of whatever, and it's like, hit the bugle, and we're off. And that's so cool. Dude, so awesome. today at one point, all four of us were standing there, heard the bull bugle, no one said anything or pointed and all four of us at the exact same time started moving in the way that we knew we were supposed to move and when that i was at the like the very end of it and so like when i saw that i was like oh yeah let's go like i was like let's go like we got the squad and we are rolling heads right no i was jacked up at that moment and i was just like oh it's happening it is happening he did turn he's just like oh my god (laughs) no but talking about like i don't know is Obviously, I've never turkey hunted no, like I you got, guys. Well, I got I I'll, I'm I'm about to I'm about to say I'm okay. about to say some stuff. So like, I, I'm about to say <laughs> some stuff. So like, to me, I just I I have decided that like, I lo- I love all hunting equally, right? But yeah. I think what is so special about this is you get every aspect of hunting plus the camping and the backpacking and the fact that you're out here to live in and like it just brings this whole different element that you will like i shouldn't say you'll never get like you can definitely do it with whitetail and turkey if you live in more mostly if you live in close to the appalachian mountains would be about the best place to do it but or i guess maybe arkansas parts of arkansas you could probably do some turkey hunting or whatever where you're backpacking but like you know adding that backpacking element to me is like what separates elk hunting making it backcountry hunting i guess is like that's what separates elk hunting from deer and turkey and i think that's the part that i've always wanted in it and it's also the part that's going to keep me coming back forever because it's awesome yeah it's the it's the all it's the thing that i can't get with deer and turkey very easily i think uh to agree with you and say that like It's kind of like, you know that feeling like when you were playing sports in high school, like I got my boys mm-hmm. and yeah. we're headed out for Friday Night Lights or right. on the basketball court or whatever it is. Doesn't matter what's going on. They got my back. We're all in it together. Like that feeling of camaraderie and when crap hits the fan, when it it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, you got your boys, mm-hmm. you're all there for one reason and like to me there is no other thing like that feeling than being in the elk woods yeah yeah to me it's like 100 so much intensity and like shared raw emotion that i just i personally don't feel that in any other hunting situations that i've been yeah i agree and it's so funny too because like every time every morning i wake up i'm just like can't wait to hang out with those guys <laughs> it's like we i haven't even seen another human for days it's yeah. just like oh sweet like i hear like people wrestling around it's like i better get up so we can hang out <laughs> it's so goofy but it's true like it's so true yeah it's like can't wait to just like when, talk yeah i mean them. i think the funnest part about this style of hunting like when it's intense we're intense and mm-hmm. when it's relaxed it's like 
stress-free, like just taking it all in, just every aspect. About whatever, yeah, you know? I mean, I don't know. It's it's definitely my favorite time. Like September is a special, special time for me. Yeah, yeah it's pretty awesome. It's pretty. Yeah, it's been. This has been. Yeah, just incredible, really. I can't, and you know, you got you got so many other things like the views. I mean, we saw porcupine today. We saw a huge mule deer buck today. Like, yeah. you know, there's other so many other things too that like you wouldn't get to see otherwise if you weren't. You know, just the peacefulness of being out here on the mountain, not hearing the road, not hearing whatever the neighbors listening to music, like whatever. It's just right. like you're out here, <clears throat> just surviving. It's yeah, in the hunting, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, Ted, you got any final closing thoughts? Um, no. I mean, I'm loving it. I am. <laughs> you guys keep asking me if I'm having fun, and I'm like, yeah, I'm having a blast. <laughs> I, I, do, I don't. I, just, get, I don't. Like me and Zach are like polar opposite. I feel like <laughs> personality, like what comes out, but I'm having a blast. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, I mean, I remember my first out-of-state elk hunt, I was 16 years old with my dad. It was like a drop camp outfitter thing in northern Idaho. And it wasn't even remotely like this, but it was really like, holy cow, it's like a different world. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine, I mean, I went backpacking for mule deer when I was 19, and it was like eye-opening of like what the world is so having you up here I can just imagine I was sitting there earlier today thinking back like and I remember specifically when I was working at this sporting goods store one of the guys like during college he goes like man like this is the time of your life like age-wise you don't have a mortgage like pre-family you're just soaking it all in and I think it's pretty cool that you're here like being a part of this it's it's pretty awesome and I will say there's not many 19-year-olds that can come trek through the mountains no, and crush it like no. this and have the attitude that you do and, and like, get the shots you do. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's really well, and, admirable. Like, yeah, and for the people that don't, don't, like, haven't seen the videos, you probably haven't seen the videos yet. Like, Ted is just, like, rocking footage out. It's so uh, sweet. Like, uh-huh. like, right over the shoulder every time we've had an encounter. It's like, when it does happen, like... Like he's got well, regardless at this point, plenty of cool footage. Like oh, I'm coming to tackle awesome. both you guys when you kill one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. going down. Like, it's gonna be dog gonna pile happen. in the in the blowdown. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the one thing that I was gonna say, like you're like you keep asking if you're having fun. The reason I keep asking you is because I know you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome. All right. Well. I'm going to finish choking down the rest, not choking down, like scarfing down my food. <laughs> yeah. I'm starving right now. Yeah, me as well. Got it, got it right, like right at the perfect temperature. And got some rice and chicken with a little extra mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. It's going to be good. I think we need to make some sort of adapter to go onto a jet boil with like tubing that dries out the inside of your boots. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've... I've schemed. Gosh. I've schemed. Backcountry boot dryer. If anybody's got any, uh, yeah, and if there is one out help. there and you're listening to this, we will take sponsorship <laughs> right now. Gosh. We'll just use it. We'll just use it. <laughs> I'm not scared to pimp myself out. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs>